Okay, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are well. Welcome, 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 everybody. Super excited, super fired up for everybody. Welcome. How's everybody doing? Dishan, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you, Mohammed? I'm doing great. How excited are you about January, bro? How's everything going? Uh, we're excited. Uh, today's topic is episode three. We're going to be talking about a very important topic by the name of repetition. I'm excited to be sharing everyone uh, the valuable knowledge you've been able to help and uh, explore everyone to learn today. I mean, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Every time we're doing these episodes, you know, first season, um, third episode, repetition. Honestly, I'm really excited, super fired up. All the knowledge that we've been, honestly, you know, accumulated over the past couple of months, couple of years. You know, the topic of repetition, patience, consistency, success, entrepreneurship, business. All these different things that we've been able to learn. The fact that we can be sharing this with people, honestly, free of charge. The fact that just, just mainly the reason being... The fact that we want to be impacting and empowering, you know, and enriching people with what we've learned. So, me personally, these days, what I've started doing is, I don't know if you've clocked and realized, but every time I see a word that I resonate with, a word that, you know, just makes me reflect and think and, you know, actually deep things, what I like doing is I like actually going and researching what the definition of that word really is, what that word really means. And I've actually discovered two definitions of the word repetition, okay? The first one is the action of repeating something that has already been said or written okay when you're repeating something if this is something that you've already said or written and you're just doing it over and over and over and the second definition of it is the reoccurrence of an action or an event so what is your definition what comes to your head when you think about repetition because i know a lot of people have this negative stigma negative you know aura around the word of repetition and you know they feel like i'm in pain i'm you know i'm being i'm being you know I'm, I'm, I'm having to sacrifice something. The fact that I'm having to do something repetitively. What do you think about that, Zizhan? So I think uh, repetition is basically when you repeat re, re, the the action of repeating something to better or worse yourself. Um, you can better yourself if you learn from your mistakes from repeating something, or it can uh, actually help you when. Sorry, it can. Uh, you learn from your mistakes uh, when you repeat doing something, or uh, you can actually get better when you do something repeatedly. You know, it's like uh, it's like a baby. You know, they repeatedly they get up, they fall down, they repeatedly get up, fall down, and eventually through that repetition of learning, you know, holding the the sides, you know, going one step at a time, they eventually you know are able to walk one step, two step, three steps. And eventually walking every day and uh, you know you don't tell a baby when they're walking when they first start walking you know that you know you're a failure why are you doing this stop practicing you know but uh you know we don't say that to babies but we say to ourselves more or less in our general day-to-day -day activities how about you what do you think is the definition of repetition i mean you know you, you said it absolutely amazing you know in, in really great you know words great terms me personally, I just want to keep it simple. Repetition is the is the mother of all success. Look at anyone that you can think of that you can say, hey, this person has achieved anything. Look at anyone when it comes to sports. Look at any look at look at the LeBron James. Look at Mike Jordan. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo. Look at Messi. Right. Look at the, you know 
all these look at anyone that has done anything look at these artists look at these actors look at you know the producers look at and look at the look at the ceos look at the founders look at the co-founders look at the SAA, you know, cfos every person that has achieved anything in life they mastered the art of repetition and you know nobody you know people usually think oh overnight success right a lot of people they do something for 10 years and just because you discovered them on their year okay you haven't seen the 10 years the nine years they spent but you only see them on the year that they were shining and then all of a sudden you start thinking yes i'm overnight success this person started what they do on a year ago. but you don't see the sacrifices you don't see you know the the discipline that the discipline that they have to endure you don't see all the things that they let go of to secure what it is that they were chasing. So me personally, that's you know that's how I think of when I think of the word repetition. And I genuinely believe that it's the mother of all success. So so go ahead, Mal. We got you know amazing content today to share with everybody. What do you want? What do, what do you want to you know highlight next? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, people only look at the success. They don't look at the journey. Um, they don't look at the failures. They more they look more towards the rain the rains. Whereas they should focus on the losses because the losses is they can you know you learn a lot more from your from when you lose than when you win. Absolutely. Um, you know when you lose you're able to pivot you know you're able to readjust and improve. Whereas when you win there you don't really learn much uh, as such. Uh, how about you, Mohammed? I mean, this is going to take us now with the, you know to the entire world of paradigm shifts. Right, and one of my favorite you know people that I learned from in terms of, you know, a great coach is Bob Parker. He talks about the whole concept of paradigm shift. And, you know, a lot of people don't really know, you know, the word paradigm. Uh, and really the way you want to understand is, you know, it sounds a sophisticated um, term, you know, generally if you think about it. But the way he explains it, he makes it so simple. Him, you know, people like him, you know, Alex Morton, David Immunity, people that know about the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, they explain it in a way which is so simple to understand. And one of the things that they talk about is your paradigm is basically your life, right? The results that you get in any aspect of your life is your paradigm, right? And in short terms, your paradigm shift is a multitude of habits, things that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, every single day, every single hour, every single week, every single year. And guess what? You are really that person. In fact, they talk about how the only two, is think about it, right? If you're not satisfied with your results, there's only one thing. It's not your parents. It's not your friends. It's not what you're doing. It's just your subconscious mind. And if your if your subconscious mind is not in alignment with where you want to go, it's because of the programming that you've had. And the only two ways. Think about this, King. There is not ten. There is not twenty. There's not fifty ways of changing your paradigm shift. There's only two ways. And the first way is what? Is through emotional attachment. When you emotionally see things from a different perspective. When you're emotionally involved. In something that's one of the ways that you can change your paradigm shift and the second way is through repetition of information right think about it so for example say for example i'm from pakistan right i'm from somalia position is from pakistan right yes. imagine if my parents right all of a sudden i was given birth to and then they they just said hey you know what let Muhammad grow up in pakistan okay guess what i would end up at the age of 20 or 25 i would end up not speaking a word of somali but i'll be speaking Urdu. am i right correct but am I from Pakistan? I'm not. I'm Somali. But guess what? I'll end up speaking Urdu. Right? And that is mainly because of the environment. So guess what? The only way that is possible is through repetition of you know, information. People around you speaking that language. People around you talking the same way. People around you doing certain things. People around you having certain culture, certain trends, certain patterns 
and guess what? You're going to be accustomed to that. And all of a sudden, guess what? That is going to be the new normal for you. Right? That's going to be the new normal. And guess what? The only way to change it is through the repetition of information. What do you think about that, Isha? Yeah, someone just uh, mentioned that uh, there is no good or bad experience. It's all a learning experience because we learn from all aspects of life, of life and challenges. That was Ibrah, thank you for your comment. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Ibrah, there is truth in what you're saying. Uh, you know, you either learn or you quit. Um, that's what I'd say for that. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Ikra, for the contribution. Really appreciate that. And even if you think about it, right, you know, in every aspect of our life, we're either winners or we're quitters, right? We cannot, we cannot be anywhere in between. And if you really think about it, what is who is really a winner and who is really a loser, if you think about it, who is really a quitter? The person that didn't see through things, that did not really grow through the pain, that is the person that is the quitter. And if you really think about it, let's look at, for example, you know, me personally, there are certain things that I work on every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. And I've been doing that for the last year, right? And thank God, I'm really grateful that I discovered this information at a really quite young age. And everybody that's watching this, right, it doesn't matter if you're 40 years old, doesn't matter if you're 60 years old. I honestly, you know, I, I, wa I want you to really think about this with an open mind and ask yourself, hey, if I work on those five things, would my life change? Just ask yourself that question. If I worked on those five things that Muhammad is, you know, teaching, would my life really change? And I'm not here imposing, obviously, my beliefs, you know, my belief system, but I just want to educate people. And think about it, right? Me personally, I, you know, every single day I work on five things. The first one being my faith, right? And when it comes to my faith, I prioritize my faith more than anything, right? And think about it. Why is that? Because if you really think about it, if you want to achieve anything in life, if you want to help people, if you want to help yourself, anything, okay, is going to require some level of belief, some level of vision before it is a reality, before it's apparent to everybody else. So for that to happen, you need some next level beliefs you need to have faith and of course you know you can't just say oh everything in this world me this pen this book this laptop this internet all of a sudden happened because of a collision no way there's someone out there there's some special forces out there that created every single thing that is you know that's happening out there and look at the word consistency right look at the word one of my favorite words that i learned from one of my mentors i would go right consistency and repetition these words are really what dictates someone's success and someone's failure. And me personally, the fact that I work with those five Fs, first one being my faith, I decided, hey, no matter what happens, I'm gonna make sure that I am consistent when it comes to my faith. So what about that, Zishan? What do you think about that? Um, yeah, there's actually a, a quote or a saying uh, where they say, you know, they don't build statues for quitters. They only build statues for those that won and uh, conquered. Someone here has commented, uh, yeah, exactly, for things to change, you need to change, and at the same time, it, cool. it all comes down to commitment. That comes down, Absolutely. that comes from uh, Jim Rohn, you know, he says, uh, for things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you've got to get better. Um, am I right, Mohammed? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I mean, honestly, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people, you know, they do certain, you know, they do something new, and all of a sudden, because they haven't achieved the result that they wanted in Three to five months, they now all of a sudden say, this thing doesn't work, right? This thing doesn't work. And in fact, Jim Rohn said it best, hey, wish, don't wish for less problems. Wish for more wisdom, right? Because if you think about it, problems are really what make the world move. Without problems, guess what? There, there, would, be, there, would, there, would, be, there would be nothing without problems, right? Look at, for example, someone saw an opportunity 
where everybody else did it so hey how can i get people to go from one end of the world to the other end instead of in a couple of months in a couple of hours a couple of days that was a problem to be solved someone said hey, how can i have two people from two different towns communicate as if they're standing next to each other hey me and Zishan live two hours away from each other we're on the same pool as if we're sitting right in front of each other that was a problem that was solved right and if you think about it these people, and you know, you know what's incredible about all those people, anyone that has done anything major that's contributed to, you know, major to the world we live in, they all understood the power of repetition. It's very rare that you can say, oh, this person tries something and it worked in his first go. Think about Henry Ford, the V8, right? He he was he was telling people that he was paying, he was paying six-figure income. And he was telling them in the book, thinking girls, he was paying them six-figure income, and he was telling them. Hey, I want to join the FDA. And guess what? They were telling him it's impossible. It's impossible. And he was saying, hey, you either lose your job or you get that thing done. Until a couple of years later, they said, okay, you know what? It is possible. And they made it happen. Right? What, what does that tell you? Repetition. Imagine if Ronaldo said, you know what? I'll try this thing called football for two years. Let's see how it goes. I'll give this in two years. That's 24 months. Let me give this thing called football two years and let's see where that takes me. And it's so crazy. And sometimes it makes me laugh, right? It makes me laugh when, when some people say, you know what? For example, in our profession, when some people come in and say, hey man, I'm, you know, I'm 25 years old or I'm, I'm 19 years old or I'm 18 years old, I would give this thing a shot for six months. Really? What? Decision. Tell me, brother, is it ever possible that something major can be accomplished in six months or 12 months? If we've been realistic. No, I mean, uh, for those that are watching uh, Liverpool recently, defend the Premier League, suppose it just, yeah, yeah. After how many years, man? Yeah, you know, for, imagine if uh, Jordan Club, uh, he said to his team, so, in the whole season, we're only going to train for six months. That's it. If we don't get no results, we're going to stop training. We are. But lo and behold, because they continued, because they persisted repeatedly and consistently, what happened? They won the Premier League. They also won the Champions League as well. I think it was around about the same time or a little while later. And, you know, everyone's got the same problems. The problems come to everyone. You're either going into a problem, you're either get a problem or you're going out of one. Exactly. So those are the problems that you're either going in, coming out, or going in a problem. And, you know, Jim Rohn says uh, the, the same wind blows on us all, but it's the setting of the sail that determines the direction of uh, where we actually land. You know, I might have a financial problem, but because of my decisions and the uh, ability to persevere, I might end up in one place and another person with the exact same problem will end up in another place because, you know, we, we dealt with the problem two different ways. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you, you said absolutely, you're 100% right. In fact, in, in, uh, I was reading a book, right, in, in The Magic of Believing and, in, you know, they, they mentioned something that really summarizes exactly what you said. Imagine two brothers, right, had... Uh, an addict, an addict father, right? A father that used to smoke, that used to drink, that used to do all sorts of craziness, right? And guess what? Those two brothers, they were twins. And guess what? When they both grew up, one of them ended up becoming very successful when the other one ended up 
not really doing so well. He ended up becoming an addict. He ended up drinking, smoking, doing all sort of craziness, right? And you know when they were both asked, what led you to where you ended up? You know what they both said? One said, I had no other choice but to follow what my dad said. Or what my dad done. Or the path that my dad followed. Yeah. The other one said, I have no choice but to make sure that I don't end up following the path that my dad followed. See, the problem happened to both of those brothers. They had the same dad, the same dad, the same father, right? And guess what? One said, hey, I want to make sure that whatever that happened to my father never happens to me. When the other one said, you know what? I have no choice. Think about this, right? Right now, we're in the UK, second lockdown. I don't know if this is the third or the fourth lockdown. When all we know, all I know is that we're in a lockdown, right? This has happened to all of us. Whether you're in Liverpool, whether you're in London, whether you're in Birmingham, wherever you are, we're in a lockdown, right? I'm sorry to give the sad news, but it's actually 11.30 p.m. UK time and it's midnight for everyone in the UK. It's not just, oh, the north is, the north is day, you know, daylight, the south is, is, uh, is midnight. Hey, it's, it's, it's night for everybody. It's dark for everybody, right? But some people, when certain things happen in their life, they assume that that's only happening to them, right? That's what's only happening to them. And in fact, a lot of the times, the way it should be thought of is, hey, if something's happening to me, that's a blessing. That's an opportunity for me to mature. That's an opportunity for me to grow. And if you look at, in fact, if you look at the word challenge, right? You know, a lot of people, they, they're scared of the word challenge, right? They, you know, every time a challenge happens in their life, you know, challenge happens to each and every one of us. And if you look at the word challenge, you take the first three letters and you take the last three letters and you imagine C-H-A and you take the last three letters, N-G-E, and you combine them, you end up forming a word called change. So that means every challenge that you and I face is either an opportunity for us to change. Because think about it. The reason that something is a challenge for you and might not be a challenge for me, or the reason that something might be a challenge for me and might not be a challenge for, say, Cristiano Ronaldo, is because he grew at that thing. At some point in his life, that thing was a challenge to him as well. But because of either persistence or the art of repetition or the fact that he was emotionally attached to something, guess what? That thing is no longer a challenge for him. Have you realized some you know professional speakers they speak on stages and they're not even they're not even they have no stress no anxiety they just speak to ten thousand people as if they're speaking to three people and I and, and sometimes you just wonder like how on earth like did they pluck you know the cell of, of of fear out of this person but then when you start discovering is that the fact that they've done this thing over and over and over and over until it became normal. Right, until it became normal, mm-hmm. right? And, and and in fact, in fact, you know, to, to, to really even, you know, open people's heads, right? For example, look at Mo Farah. I don't know if you follow Mo Farah, right? This this individual, you know, absolute phenomenal, win many, many gold medals. He's, he's one of the world's elite of the elite, you know, athletes, right? And it's crazy because right now, do you know that when everybody else is relaxing and chilling and enjoying life, do you know that right now he's in Ethiopia? Training. Yeah. He's in Ethiopia training, putting in the miles, putting in the hours, day by day, day by day. And it's crazy because I discovered, I was reading about him, right? And I discovered that he was doing that for the last 15 years. But the world discovered about him about 10, 10, 10 12 years ago. When he won his, his, you know, his first couple of gold medals. But he was doing what he's doing for the last 15 years. Right? He had the same level of belief that what he's going to amount to something long before it happened at the age of 13 he was saying he's going to be a world champion right because of the repetition of information 
He believed that it was possible, and because of that, look at where he ended up. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, someone's uh, commented, every time you fall down, always pick yourself up. Uh, when you're able to pick yourself up, then you will start building up the determination and motivation to continue going, no matter how many times you fall. You know, there's, a, there's many great examples, uh, like Mo Farah, Muhammad Ali, um, Mr. Bean as well. All the greats, absolutely. Hey? All the greats, absolutely, you're right, absolutely, go ahead. Yeah, Oprah, Disney, you know, they all faced challenges. And uh, there, were, there were people in this exact same position as them that faced the same challenges. But because they, you know, didn't persevere repeatedly, consistently, no one remembers their names. But whose names do you remember? Oprah, Disney, Steve Jobs, and many others because, uh, you know, they, they were determined to build on their dreams and persevere and live the life of uh, what it is they wanted to achieve, not the one of, uh, what's that word? Uh, not the life of uh, average. They didn't want to be average. They wanted more from life to impact the world. One hundred percent. And in fact, you know, just as a summary, in fact, I'll, I'll mention. I'm not going to mention names, but you know, if this was this was about a year ago. I was one of, I was with one of my mentors, and we went to a prayer room, right? We went to a prayer room, and we were praying, and you know, an individual just said, "Oh, you are X, right?" And then he said, "Yeah, that, that that's me. Uh, what, what's up, right? Are you okay?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." And, and he told him, "Yo, you know, I, I used to do the same business that you're doing." And you know, it didn't work for me, so I decided to do something else and and, and X Y Z, right? And then at the end of it, my mentor just looked at me and he said, "Look at that. What does that tell you, right? The fact that one is known by someone that doesn't know him. Think about. It. Imagine someone knows you, but you don't know them just because you persisted and they did it, right? Yeah, they don't Exactly, and and directly they got impacted, right? Think about it, right? They never make statues for quitters. Why? Mm -hmm. By the way, nobody's born a quitter, right? Nobody's born a quitter. It's just that some choose not to persist. Some, of course, everybody wants to have you know the the lifestyle, the success, you know, the impact. But when some realize what it takes, when they realize the level of consistency they have to put in, the level of repetition that has to go through some you know certain things, then they just say, is it even worth it? Okay, and without vision, without conviction, and without belief, you're not going to amount to something. So, with that said, you know, I just want to summarize it there. Anything else you want to add, Zishan? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. Thank you. Today's thank, episode. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody. Stay tuned for the fourth episode of the Masterminding for Success Season One. Thank you very much, everybody. Everyone, for the rest of the day. On Facebook, Instagram.